Welcome to the Our Random Points of View podcast, also affectionately known as Orpov to its friends. If you enjoy listening to two random Scottish guys having random, oftentimes humorous, discussions about all kinds of completely random subjects, then you've arrived at the right place. Your hosts, James and Simon, are ready to go. So without further ado, enjoy this episode of Orpov. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Orpov, our Random Points of View podcast. Uh, my name is James, and here is Simon. You didn't tell me we were ready. Uh, I hit record, and I just jumped right in there. Because I was meant to do that bit. Because <laughs> today, oh, so you were. Okay, crack on, let's, we'll forget that bit never happened. No, we right? won't. We'll Simon. carry on, it's in the can now. <laughs> Take it. It's in the can now. That's not how you open a podcast. Try again. Oh, I know, but it's in the can now. <laughs> it's well, in the can now. Welcome to the show, everyone. <laughs> welcome to the show, everybody. How you doing? Uh, why? Where did that come from? I just saying hello. Every time we start a recording, Simon comes out with something that makes me kind of go, "Where did that come from?" Uh, I believe that came from Friends. Uh, yes, Joey's uh, catchphrase, of course. How you doing? It's better than the one you did a couple of weeks ago. Well, a few weeks ago. Well, Hidley Ho and the uh, Aye, aye, that one. Hidley Ho and the I was like, I what no the? idea where Whoa. that came from, Ned Flanders. <laughs> well, it was Ned Flanders with an accent. Ned Flanders has an accent. Yeah, it was like the uh, Asian Arab version of of Ned Flanders. Wow! It was it was something weird. If you if you guys haven't heard it, go back and listen. It's a few episodes is back. What, is this what we're doing now? Self promotion. <laughs> That's what it is, man. That's what it is. But uh, today, let's just go complete random. Oh right? yeah, we've got no idea. Um, well, so I, do you know? I say I say we've got no idea. <laughs> we have an inkling as to what we're going to discuss, but we don't have a set. Um, subject that we're well, discussing. Well, glad you do, because I have no idea. I'm actually going into this blind, just like, I'm going to throw stuff out there and let's just see where it takes like us. Like you just did, wow. Like I just did. Um, but you know what I, I've never understood in my life? Boy racers. In what respect? You know, like when you turn like 17, 18, you get a car, and it's usually some old beat-up Corsa or something, and you spend your entire life and your evenings just going out into the town centre, driving around at like 30 miles an hour, speeding, well not speeding, but accelerating, attempting to accelerate really quickly from one traffic light to the next, because it's just gone green on the first one. <clears throat> Stop at the second one, because it's red. I, I, I never thought, got it. I, I thought the reason for that was because people were trying to, well, I say people, boys... We're trying to compensate for something being smaller. I just think it's it's freedom, isn't it? And that's they, the only thing I can kind of get my head around. But what I would see often is they would go into the petrol stations like every 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and stick in a fiver, you know? And yeah, because it's their pocket money. That's all they're yeah, getting. Yeah, that's all it is, man. They knew fuel was expensive, but they wanted to be out there. They wanted to be seen. They wanted to be cool. And it was either their car or it was their dad's car or something like that. But I just never got the whole... Boy race. And they used to play Ushka music, right? I call it Ushka music because it goes Ushka, 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 <laughs> right? So it's Ushka music to me, right? <laughs> or Unz music, yeah. I never, ever got it. One night, my friend and I, we were in my car driving around the town centre and we... And you had your Ushka music on? No, no. We put on classical FM. <laughs> or classic FM as a laugh, right? We put down the windows, we blasted classic FM in the middle of the town centre going by all the nightclubs while all the other boy racers were driving around with the Rushka music. So there we were with like Mozart and Beethoven and whatever playing, blasting from the car. Uh, we got some funny looks that night, I'll you tell would, you something. You would get some funny looks. <laughs> uh, but it was good, it was good. Um, but yeah, I've just it's never understood it's them. Good, it's good, it's good. It was good. I've just uh, okay. What was that? That's something that the family will get. <laughs> okay, the family will get that if they're listening to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just never got boy racers. It just never made any sense to me uh, what the attraction was. What about you? 
Well, I, as as a non-driver um, and someone who's only turned seventeen recently, ah, uh-huh. <laughs> keep 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 trying to fake your way through life that way. Did, I, did you just say? Yeah, I'm uh-huh. fa- I'm faking my way through life, and the king has arrived. <laughs> How I am, man? I'm not claiming to be seventeen. No, but you're claiming to be the king. Uh-huh. The king. Uh, well, you know, I am the king of my castle. Well, that was a song by. That was a song. Who sang that? Oh, mate, oh you... man! If I saw the name of the band, it would instantly come to me. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> admit things like that. Knowing things like no, that. No, what anyway. were they called? Madison Avenue or something or something like that. King of my castle. Um, whatever it was, it was a great song. Anyway, I used to love that. Was it song. though? It was okay. It was catchy. Well, that's one thing. I'm the king of my castle. Bob. Do be that. Umbop is one of the catchiest songs Again, ever. Catchy. Yes. Doesn't and make it good, though. It's a great song. I I, I, I don't mind Hansen. Hansen? I, I don't know any of their other songs. Oh, get out of here. Do you remember there was another group around that same time? I think they were brothers, and they had a song called 24 Hours From You. No. Oh, mate. Let me get this up on the... Uh, the one on that the... I know. The one that I know. And, and uh, various listeners. Hello. If oh. you've been listening for a while, will know that I'm going to say... 3T 24-7. 3T were okay. Were okay. They were okay. Were I mean, okay. I wasn't massively into... Th- We've discussed this before. I wasn't massively into 3T. If you guys want to listen to that one, I think it was on the one called uh, Musical Families way back uh, way back in the day when we were still young. Well, when, when I you were was still 17. 16. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were 17 for real. Um, but yeah, it was... Uh, I mean, I'm just trying to connect my phone here so we can play the music. Oh, I can, I can hear um, that. You're just trying to fill the space, man. Yeah, I'm trying to fill the space. Man. Because uh, so, I didn't have my phone connected because it was charging, and, and now that I've actually decided that... Because we don't play a lot of stuff like music and things on here, you know? Because um, that's not what we're here for. No, that's not what we're here for. Hanging but on through 24 hours from you, there will be people listening to this right now who are thinking, oh, yeah, I know that song, I loved that song, or they're about to hear it and they're going to go, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember or, that. Or they're about to hear it and go, no, that's not the one I was thinking of. Well, it's possible as well, yeah. Uh, but this is it here. It was by a band called Next of Kin. Right, this was so catchy. Let me see. So, so you've got the video here. I'm playing it from YouTube. Uh, so that's why you've got the talky bits like an airport, because they're flying and things like that. There's the plane Freedom! taking off. Oh, here we go. Here comes the music. Do you not remember this? I've never heard this song before in my life. <laughs> it's the chorus that's the best bit. That's why I'm trying to wait till we get there. All right, today we'll Kentucky Fried Chicken and the Pizza Hut, McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. Better than that, man. Papa John's, Papa John's, Papa John's. Papa John's. That's about 30 seconds. Oh, no, it's okay. We're all good because this is like commentary. <laughs> we're commenting about how great the song is, right? Well, you are. And we're talking over it. But this is the chorus. Here it is. This is a great chorus. Here we go, people. You ready? What a song. Well, it's a song. I'll give you that. <laughs> oh, man. It's a great song. They're called Next to Kin. When you're going home tonight, right, you're going to jump into the, the YouTube app or whatever and you're going to ask it to play that and uh, you're just going to be playing it all night. Uh, guess what, kids? I will not be doing that. <laughs> I, um, I, I will probably um, listen to uh, a bootleg um, of Noel Gallagher that James helped me remix. Take away the bass. 
It's all about the bass. It's all about the bass, but not when it's Oasis. No well, basis. Not, well, not when. No it, basis. <laughs> no, not when it's that recording from Cardiff. Oh, that was good. That was good. Uh, it, but yeah, it wasn't good. So I take it you don't have any thoughts on boy racers thing at all, no? Well, other than what I've previously said about trying to overcompensate for something being smaller. Yeah, I don't think it was about that. I think it was just. I think that, it is for some of them. Maybe for some of them, but I think for a lot of them, it was just that excitement of vroom, getting the freedom. Vroom. Yeah, yeah. Vroom, vroom. Having the car, being able hey, to go baby. out and about, you felt vroom, like you were free, you know? Brum, brum, I got a backseat. Brum, brum. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just never got the appeal of, of that kind of boy racer thing. Um, right, was your random, completely unexpected subject? Oh, boy racers. Oh, no, 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 no. Because that's only about three seconds for you, because you don't have an opinion on that. Correct, that was Okay, it. so that's it then. So it's back to me, right? Okay. See you, bye. Uh, Wimbledon this year, by the way, was fantastic. Did you watch any of that? Uh, no. Wimbledon was brilliant. The only problem, though, right, they didn't have the full crowds there for the for most of it. Now, because of COVID, obviously, right? But, obviously. And then they had them in this like, test thing for like the rest of it. But Tom Cruise appeared at Wimbledon. He appeared at the, the football, the Euro 2020 as well, right? Um, and he, he cropped up in different places. And everybody was asking, why is Tom Cruise appearing everywhere? And it's true. How come he's just suddenly appearing everywhere when he disappeared for so long? Because I remember there was a story a few months ago where he was kicking off his staff while they were making the new Mission Impossible movie, I think it was, because of COVID, and he was worried about them getting shut down. And now he's going out and about. I can only assume they finished the movie. And he's going out and about, and he's, uh, you know, getting away from everybody else, and he's just maybe been double-jabbed because he's about, what, 56 now or something? Yeah, but he's only about four foot nothing. Uh, well, this is true. So the vaccine works <laughs> quicker not. in him. <laughs> you know, it takes <laughs> Tom Cruise run-ins. That's right. Yeah. Oh, remember when he broke his leg or his ankle? Remember? Did you was see it, that? Uh, was this when he was jumping the buildings? He jumped the. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what it was. If it was roof to roof or window to roof or something, but he jumped, caught his ankle, he broke it, but he carried on. What a trooper! Well, the amount of money he's getting paid. Like I just stand up out of a chair today, and it takes me like three minutes to actually be prepared to walk. From the chair to somewhere, right? Because I wondered I'm an, what it was you were doing. <laughs> I'm an old man now. My body is just telling me I'm an old man. But Tom did Cruise, you forget you're not 17. I'm not 17. I'm definitely not 17, and my body knows it. But Tom Cruise jumps that that building, breaks his ankle, and he still does the scene. You and know what that is, though. That's dedication, man. And that's the power of Scientology. Oh, Scientology. There's a subject we could cover. Uh, not today, though. <laughs> Maybe not today, but at some point in the future, we're going to be covering that. <laughs> well, he said it now. Yeah. Well. <laughs> he's he's, he's uh, he said it. We're going to save that for Series 7, just so you keep listening. Series we're not We're no longer doing episode numbers and seasons, just in case anybody was listening and they were wondering, like, why did that stop? I think it just became, like, well, when do you start? How many do we have? When do you stop? Well, the other thing was, as well, is that James decided, do you know what? This might be more pertinent this week, and you've called it episode 15. Exactly, exactly. It was something, um, I, I thought to myself, if we don't have episode numbers, we can just randomly throw episodes out there at different stages. We're going to have to get a copyright, uh, a trademark on that word. What, random? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wonder if you can. No, you can't. You can't. Because you can't get it for words, can you? Unless it's like a made-up word. Well, you better get it for a random point of view. Hmm. Orpov. Get it done. We can get it done. We can get the trademark on Orpov. Other people are doing it as we speak. <laughs> as I, they well, download By this. the time this goes out, I might have already done it. Good lad. Um, but then, of course, we can get t-shirts, we can get caps, we can get bags, we can get all kinds of things. What, are you talking about merchandise? 
yeah let's get some merch <laughs> uh well once we're a, a much bigger podcast obviously one there day in the future <laughs> um but yeah i mean i think that's a brilliant idea get some merch together and throw it all out there and you know whatever give you 20 percent off for being a subscriber yeah if you're a subscriber and you can give us evidence of it well i was gonna email say us. <laughs> yeah we need to see evidence of this right how did yeah, you prove but it the, but the onus is on someone to subscribe yeah buy the merch and then unsubscribe once they've got their discount no 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 no. this isn't how it works they have to prove that they are a dedicated fan now only dedicated fans would know things if we asked them questions about the podcast they would know the answer when was it that the recordings improved the or quality. or when was it that uh what is simon's favorite catchphrase there's actually a couple in there that are related to this podcast maybe yep there is uh i'll give you the answers right now people <laughs> <laughs> no i would because that would ruin the whole competition and the fact that some of them haven't gone out yet <laughs> correct answer but if you are a major fan then you know what his catchphrases are other things well, you know, we might have given you a couple of clues in the last, like, 30 seconds. Um, but anyway, uh, merch, I think, is a good idea. But only when we've got at least a million subscribers. All right, so we've got a way to go. Uh, there's a lot of places that don't even have that. And they've <laughs> been going for years. We've got a little way to go. Um, to be honest, I don't even know if a million subscribers is possible. Uh, and your evidence for that is? Well, I'm trying to think of the biggest... There's not a million people in the world? No, there definitely are, but I'm trying to think of the biggest shows. Are, maybe are you... not Maybe not after England opens up. Are you online right now? Can you go on to Google? I, I could maybe do that in a wee second, yeah. Yeah, if you Google how many subscribers Joe Rogan has, right? Mark Marin, that kind of thing. And, and just get an estimate of roughly what they have. Because uh, to me, they're like two of the biggest. I don't think they are the most popular podcasts out there in the world. Um, there are ones that are, are more popular. Um, but they are two of the ones that I would imagine... I mean, Joe Rogan, for example, he's the one who got paid like $100 million to take his podcast um, to Spotify as an exclusive podcast on their platform. So he must be doing okay. You would think. You would think. But I'm just wondering if it's possible to get a million subscribers. Because usually when you hear the numbers, it's like people saying, oh, well, we've got like, you know, a thousand subscribers, so now we can do advertising because we can show people we have a thousand regular subscribers. Uh, and then they get all that uh, that money rolling in. <laughs> uh, but podcast advertising is weird, though, because they do pay you by number of listeners and they need to be regular listeners. It's not just a case of... Uh, well, you know, I regularly listen. Yeah, I regularly listen. So um, you get high on your own supply is what you're saying. Yeah, of course. Well, you've got, you know... Um, You've got, uh, uh, what is it, quality control. <laughs> yeah, but surely that's before it goes out. It is, but it's also after, because every device is different. Every device plays different. So I'll play it on my phone, I'll play it through my headphones, I'll play it through the car speakers, I'll play it through the Sonos speaker. You know, everything sounds different. And then it's just trying to make little tweaks here and there to see if it sounds better when you uh, make little adjustments so that it sounds good on any speaker. So I'm struggling to find this stat that you want. So oh. if you're happy enough to have a look, You'll probably get straight to it. I could give it a try. This is more exciting listening for our uh, Yeah, the, our the, listeners. The people have already switched off, cancelled, and binned their devices. That's okay. Here's the thing, right? What was it? Somebody... There was a thing I, I heard one time, and it was like, do you know what? Keep going with whatever it is you're doing in life, because you know what? You're going to get people who will subscribe, and then you're going to get people who unsubscribe. They're not your people, right? You're going to... Your people are the people who subscribe and keep listening, even when they hear the stuff that they're actually not that into. And that kind of describes me as a listener of people like Mark Marin, because he has guests on that he interviews, and I don't know who most of them are. And some of them I'm not interested in at all, but I still listen, because I like the conversations. 
Well, it describes me as a fan of a band. There you go. It's exactly the same way. You don't like every single one of their songs. I know. That that was funny, right? I was working with someone once, right? I said, oh, I like Oasis, but I don't like all their songs. I'm like, yeah, mate, neither do I. Nobody does, I don't think. I mean, <laughs> even Oasis. I guarantee it. <laughs> Liam and Noel, they're probably like, you know what? We don't like all of our songs. Well, it's, it's that thing that Liam uh, apparently wanted to, well, I'm paraphrasing here, but wanted to poke his eyes out every time he's seen Wonderwall on the set list. Ugh. Yeah, I would imagine so. You know, if you've got a song that you're a bit kind of about, then yeah. But you have to play it. It's the hits, man. Yeah, but if the fans, if you're playing at one of your own gigs rather than a festival, you can get away with not playing it. Yeah, yeah, this is true. This is and true. they did a whole tour where they didn't play it. Depends who your audience are, though, because I would imagine not every single person who goes to a gig for any artist is a, a hardcore long-term fan. Oh, yeah, fan. of course not. Yeah. So some of them will just be turning up for the hits. You know, they want to hear the greatest hits and they want to hear yeah. the, their favourite song. But I think the fact of, if you look at the set list that they did in 2000 and 2003, okay, the end of 2001 as well, you would look at that and actually it's not missed. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, as a, you see that as a long-term hardcore fan, though. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, but if that was, if you were really just that into the, the singles. the only song you know. Yeah, if that was the only song you knew or you had a great memory with it, you know, with a partner or a friend or some kind of high school memory or whatever a it is, you know. Yeah, exactly. So here's what it says here, right? Joe Rogan, um, wow, 8.4 million YouTube subscribers and his podcast was uh, downloaded roughly 190 million times per month. This was prior to going to Spotify, though, but that's huge. <laughs> So that answers your question. I don't think it's possible to get a million. Well, 190 million downloads doesn't necessarily... That's per month, right? But remember, he was uploading maybe three, four, five, six episodes a month. Oh, was he? So that's not necessarily 190 million people. That's just, you know... Yeah, but it's not necessarily meaning that it's the same 500,000 people all those times. But you never know. But that's doubtful. Maybe he downloaded like a million of them himself. What are you saying he about has that man? <laughs> I'm saying nothing negative. I, th- Joe Rogan. I think you're um, casting aspersions on his good character. <laughs> I like Joe Rogan. I think he's a good podcast, and I think he's a good interviewer. Um, so, unlike us, unlike well, you know what? We've never had the opportunity to really try it, have we? I think the closest well, on, on the phone just now. <laughs> <laughs> I think the closest we got was when we did the Daddy Simon episode, and that was yeah. But then me just I, throwing I, questions. I, I interviewed you. you about molestation as well. <laughs> Let's clarify exactly what that was about. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot throw in the line there, oh, I interviewed you about being a daddy and your baby, and then you asked me, I was asking you about molestation. What? What? No, it's it's fine. What? What? What that was about, it was just simply, when I was 16, I was in a relationship with an older woman. It's the world of you. And Simon was concerned that I was... I wasn't um, concerned. (laughs) Well, he was asking me if I thought I'd been molested. I I wasn't concerned, because A, I didn't know you at the time, and B, (laughs) if it had been, you know... She I was enjoyed on, myself. She, she was on, well, that's it, that's it then. Do you know what I mean? You can't really... If you enjoyed yourself, it was consensual, and she enjoyed herself, man, who needs to be 17 and running about in a car? I'm assuming she enjoyed herself, yeah. Well, well did she keep she, coming back? She, she did keep coming back. Well, and, there you go uh, then. You know, she told me she enjoyed herself, so I cannot complain. Uh, I did... I did. Plus, you know what, right? They say it's, and it's true. When you're older than older women, when you start out, man... You know stuff, man. You know stuff. <laughs> you get taught stuff that the young girls will not teach you because they don't know themselves. <laughs> so anyway. Moving on. <laughs> um, right, what, what next? Let's throw something else completely random out there. 
What is random about oh, random? Come on, Simon. We can't call it a random podcast and you have no ideas about random stuff to talk about. Yeah, but that's the point, though, is that randomly I'm going everywhere. I bought a little uh, moisturizer machine thing over there, right? It was about a tenner. I and know, I have you, the very same one. You don't plug it in, doesn't take batteries, nothing like that. No, you just put in like a wee a salt tablet. thing, wee tablet salt thing, and then it gets moisture from the air, right? Oh, now, the I reason know. The reason I bought it was for upstairs, because that's where I hang my washing after it's been done in the machine, and sometimes it's, obviously it's still a little damp, you know, after coming out of the machine, because I don't put on the dryer um so i just hang it and let it dry and air air naturally you dry you know um but you get that slight while it's wet you get that slight damp you know moist sort of scent you know in the the area aroma, aroma. so initially i bought that for putting it upstairs in that room so aroma it would capture any it. of the moisture aroma has it oh aroma has it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got it there um but anyway i left it down here i came through the next morning and it'd only been sitting there for about i don't know 12 hours three that. minutes not even 12 hours, and it's already collected a little bit of uh, blue water in it, so I've just left it down here, and it does seem to be catching just, some just, moisture. Just to clarify, you don't have blue water in the air, it's no, just the fact no. that it goes through the tablet. <laughs> it goes through the tablet, and then it turns blue in your wee tank, and then you can pour it away down the... It does specifically say down the toilet. In your wee tank? In your wee tank. <laughs> do you have a That's, tank uh, just for your wee? <laughs> Some people do. I do. It's called a toilet. <laughs> it's outside in the outhouse. But I was wondering why you would put that in the toilet. Why you can't just put it down the drain? Do you think there's a reason why it specifically says that on the packaging? I, I've not researched it. Right, okay. On the packaging for it, it says pour it down the toilet. I've never read it. I'm wondering if there's a reason. Like, I you know. know. It just makes it out like it's salty water. Why couldn't you just put that down the drain in your kitchen sink? Chocolate salty water. Chocolate salty water. You're going to get all the 90s references. <laughs> oh, the South Park movie. Speaking of chocolate salty balls. Um, well, it wasn't. The, the South Park movie is one of my favourite all-time movies. And one of my favourite all-time musicals ever. <laughs> it's a cracking little soundtrack. Um, and if anybody out there is listening you, you've never seen the South Park movie. Go watch it. Go watch it. It's actually brilliant. Um, and the songs are what really make it, by the way. I think, I've never been a fan of South Park, right? Oh, really? Never really been into the show. But the film, I absolutely adore it because of the music and the songs. Um, I can I can sing them all word for word, uh, which is great. <laughs> um, I've actually got the CD somewhere, I think, the, well, the soundtrack. Did you know that it's actually the, the dad from South Park that's uh, caused the... Um the coronavirus pandemic. I saw that episode, yeah, where he went and he did this stuff with a bat and then he brought it back to his And Park. Mickey Mouse, didn't he? Um, I can't remember exactly the whole episode, but yeah, maybe. But, but also, he's Lord. He's, I don't know what that means. The New Zealand singer. Oh, right, right, yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's who that is? Okay, okay. If that's the, if it, as I say, I don't watch South Park enough to know. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure you could uh, do some sort of internet-based search. I probably could. Out. I probably could. Um, any other, getting, any uh, subjects come to your mind yet? <laughs> well, the fact is we're sitting here on, <laughs> on the English Freedom Day and it's just everything. Yes, today is the English Freedom Day. That's um, why we're recording. That's why we're recording. That's when we're recording. That's, yeah. that's what's said, that's when we're recording. Um, 19th of July is when we're recording this. But of course, you're probably not hearing it for weeks from now because we've got a few yeah. in the can already. It's maybe the 19th of July, 2022. 22, you never know. Um, but yeah, I think uh, the Freedom Day is going to be... Do you know what I think is really funny? The fact that politicians have no clue, right? One rule 
podcast yes. points of view. So, do you remember? Well, yeah. So, was it yesterday or Saturday? Uh, the health secretary was tested positive for COVID. Oh, and Metro, not to open yeah, doing. Yeah. So they said that um, Boris Johnson and um, Chancellor, the Chancellor, are going to have to self isolate. They said no. We're going to go in this pilot scheme. That means we don't have to. And then I was like, okay, wait a minute, what? Because there was a massive reaction to that from the public Amazing. and the press. I love it. Yeah. But well I, done, my fellow citizens. But in my head, I'm thinking, right, who? First of all, why did they themselves not think that's a bad idea to say we're going to do that? And B, yeah, why yeah, darling. Why do they not have advisors who are saying, no, that's a dumb idea? Because he sacked him? Because uh, They his, must still have advisors, His fiancée didn't like him? They must still have advisors. Oh, yeah, I know. But, you know, so, if, if you're thinking about it, right, they must still have advisors, right? And this is where we're going to kick off now. So the soapbox is coming out. Right. <laughs> Here we go. We should have started this 20 minutes ago. We should have started this 20 minutes ago. Now it's coming ago. to your head, Simon. No, it was in my head then, but I didn't want to just make it all about that. But the fact is, you say, no, they still have advisors. Yeah, they may well have advisors, but none of them have been to the um, Barnard Castle branch of Specsavers. So we don't know what they're So they reading. don't know what it's like out there. Yeah. They just don't know. No, but seriously, right? As normal That's a people, song as well. As normal they people sitting at home. what it's like. Weird. Bee Gees. I don't know that. Oh yeah, the Bee Gees. Yeah, to love you somebody. Like. That's the, a really great impression of the Bee Gees. But, by the way. but that's before falsetto, so that's wrong. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, well, I was just trying to do a Bee Gees impression. I, it was an inaccurate. Bee when Gees I think impression. of the Bee Gees, that's the only thing I think of. Well, what what I was going to ask, and this is a complete. This is why it's random. Did you watch the the film that you told me you were going to watch last night? Not yet. I didn't get around to it. Ah. Uh, didn't get around to it yet. Creation stories you're talking about? Historically inaccurate yeah, part of it. I didn't get around to it yet. I will do. I will do, though. There's a bit that's historically inaccurate. Grinds well, my gears. Every movie's like that, though. They're yeah, all historically inaccurate. Yeah, yeah, I know. But when there's video footage that shows you what a scene is supposed to look like. I know, but they can never make it perfect. They didn't even try. Do you know what I did start to watch, though? Was that one Stardust about David Bowie? Oh, it's what, brilliant, right? Uh, well, outstanding. I, di- I, I don't know, right? As a film, it might be great. <sighs> I've not finished it. Do you know why I can't get into it? Because the guy playing Bowie just absolutely drives me nuts. The actor. He looks nothing like him. He sounds nothing like him. And the whole you're sitting there, why can't they get it right when there's things? Like he thought, looks and I sounds thought he was nothing spot like him. On, personally. Mate, you don't even know what Bowie sounds like then if you think well, that. Well, cl- clearly, clearly, I don't Honestly, know. David I Bowie. Mean, I had tickets for Bowie. Yeah, but he sounded nothing like that. Well, he wouldn't have sounded anything like that when I had the tickets for him and the gig got cancelled and he had heart attack. I mean, look, nothing against the actor. I'm sure he's a great actor. I but thought it was brilliant. He's not the right person for that role, right? And I think when you're doing something like that, and, and look, I see this as an Elvis fan. I've seen loads of people play Elvis who were not right for the role, right? What, Bruno um, Mars? Bruno Mars, he was a, an impersonator. That's different. An impersonator can be anybody. You get female <laughs> ones as well, right? But if you're actually going to be making a, a, a biopic Bio- movie... Of someone like Elvis or David Bowie or John Lennon or whoever it is, right? Have you At seen least, yesterday? I've seen yesterday. The John so, Lennon guy wasn't too bad. The John Lennon guy, Robert yeah. Carlyle. Yeah, he wasn't too bad. He wasn't that too was bad, good, right? Um, but I didn't even know it was Robert Carlyle. So there you go. That's something new that I've learned what, today. Until I told you. Until you told oh, me really? right now. Yeah. So that's how good he played the part. I didn't even know it was Robert Carlyle, and he is a very, very recognisable figure. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I didn't even know it was him, right? So that's how well he played an older John Lennon, and I actually kind of bought that that could have been an older John Lennon. Um, well, but, I, I had to go and kind of search it afterwards to grind out. Was that? Yeah, so even you didn't know. It's, maybe a lot of people were I'm surprised. Like, I recognise. I recognise. But how have they done that? Because John Lennon, clearly. 
Yeah, that's what I thought. John Lennon, without a doubt. 40 years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, that movie was ruined for me. Because I think it's how I covered it in our Favourite Actors episode a few weeks ago, where I said that, um, for me, it's about getting into the film, right? It's not so much who's in it. I need to believe the characters. I need to believe what I'm seeing. And if you're if you've got someone playing that role, I need to believe that role. And I just didn't buy it. And I'm, I'm finding it really annoying. Because his Stardust voice... we're talking about. Uh, yeah, Stardust, yeah, the David uh, Bowie show uh, film. Um, but, um, yeah, he just didn't play the role right for me, for me personally. Now, don't get me wrong, a lot of people might be watching that like yourself and going, wow, that was amazing. But I actually stopped it at one point, went onto YouTube and found an interview of David Bowie from 1972 <laughs> or 73 just to make sure that I was right in my own head about that sounds nothing like him. And I listened to the interview and I just went, yeah, that sounds nothing like him. He looks nothing like him, and he sounds nothing like him. Now, if you get one of them, now, look, looking like them, I can understand, right? But at least have some kind of resemblance. But I don't understand how... I'm, he looks more like Wurzel Gummidge, mate. Well, I don't know who that is. <laughs> you don't remember Wurzel Gummidge? <laughs> oh, man, you're only, what, four years younger than me or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wurzel uh, Gummidge! McKen- Mackenzie Cook played him the other year, that's fine. Yes, but, but that was a remake. Yeah, I know that, I'm yeah. aware of that. <laughs> but that's who he looked like, Wurzel Gummidge. I'll tell you a word for it, because I, like I say I thought it was outstanding. I thought it really, I, Outstanding really... in his field as Wurzel Gummidge. Right, very good, because he's a scarecrow. <laughs> but I, I, I meant, you know, the fact, I thought it was outstanding. I thought it just kind of captured the essence of this boy is on the cusp of. And then, you know, he went there, he did his tour, come back, he did Ziggy Stardust. Well, he was Ziggy Stardust, so he didn't do Ziggy Stardust, just to clarify that, ladies and gents. But... It's a case that, right, then he went boom, and he was David Bowie from then on, you know, Thin yeah. Machuk and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, from that point of view, it might be a great film, right? Absolutely. That, that's, that's realistically all I was yeah. watching it for. If, I, if I'd thought, personally speaking, watching it, he doesn't sound anything like him or he doesn't look anything like him, then yeah, that would have taken me out of it. I need I to buy the character, him. you know what I mean? I need to buy the character that you're trying to sell me. And if you're telling me that's David Bowie, fine, the great... Then at least look like him a little bit. Well, I don't or want sound to. Like um, I don't want to uh, kind of cloud your judgment, but then you're not going to like the Liam in the film. <sighs> no, but that's no. But in creation stories, it's not about him. It's I not about that. Liam, right? And Liam's not in most of the film, I would imagine. No, right? he's not. Yeah, so that's fine. No, but Oasis are. Oasis are, but that's fine. Uh, I, in like name only. Yeah, but here's the thing, though, right? It, the difference for me is you're not is a super fan. Oasis, they're not. There, yeah, I'm not a super. I'm not a super fan of David Bowie either, though. No, I know. But David Bowie is an iconic. There's character. that word, ladies and gents. He's an iconic, legendary superstar, right? He's a laughing gnome. So if <laughs> he is, if you're going to take that character though and make a movie about him, get it right. Do you know what I mean? Don't just take someone and say, right, we're just going to do you to look like like, like Wurzel Gummidge, put on a little bit of an accent. Okay, you won't sound anything like him, that's fine. Nobody cares. Nobody will remember what he sounds like. He's dead anyway. But that's that's not fair, right? To do that to the audience, whether you're a fan or not. It's just not fair. Um, no, not. And that's why I'm kind of worried about the new Elvis film that's coming out There's soon. a new Elvis film? Tell There's me about it. There's a new one about Elvis. Uh, Tom Hanks is playing Colonel Parker in it. Oh, and, you told uh, me that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm kind of worried. You McGregor's playing Elvis. No, no, I, I can't you remember who's playing like Elvis. You like that, I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ewan McGregor is Elvis Presley. Go, my son. Do you know who did play Elvis Presley this, once? This is not the king you are looking for. <laughs> Do you know who did play Elvis once, though? Kurt Russell. Now, there's another connection to Elvis with Kurt Russell as well. Can you guess what it is? The six degrees of separation. <laughs> well, in the film, it happened at the World's Fair, 
Kurt Russell starred in that movie. Well, he was in the movie. He was in that movie as a little boy who kicked Elvis in the shin, right? And then fast forward to 1979 and Kurt Russell is playing Elvis Presley in, I think, the first major biopic of Elvis's life after his death. Right, so I thought you were going to say that... Sorry, I, I, I zoned out there for a second. Kurt Russell kicked Elvis in the shin. Kurt Russell, when he, he was assaulted. a boy, he starred in a movie with Elvis Presley, played a little boy that ah, kicked him right. in the shin. Right, right, yeah. right, sorry. It wasn't sorry. just a random meeting in the street. Oh, right, well, <laughs> where see, he's that, like, that, was, that was the bit I picked up on. <laughs> Are you I Elvis? Like, I'm going to kick you in the shin. And then, you know, it's like, we fast forward <laughs> and I'm playing Elvis, we have to have that scene in it. Yeah, he played, uh, he played Elvis. Now, he didn't really look... I mean, he, uh, no, he didn't really look like Elvis, but he kind of got the character of Elvis over, right? Which was quite a, a good representation of it, I think. And that's what I'm hoping with the movie next year, is that whoever, I can't remember who they've got cast as him, but I hope it's someone who can at least get the right representation of Elvis. You know, that's the main thing. Um, anyway, I think for this completely random one, we are we are kind of done, because we've done Would over 30 minutes now. Would he not better as um, Jim Morrison? Uh, Val Kilmer played no, Jim Morrison. Well, that, well now, that was an insane... When you're talking about actors who play the character and look and sound like them, that one, wow. That was brilliantly cast. Brilliantly cast. When you watch The Doors, the movie, and Val Kilmer is playing Jim Morrison, there are so many moments where you're just forgetting you're watching a movie and you're just kind of like, whoa, I was this watching is like, a movie? This is, this, is, this is actually Jim Morrison. This is live concert footage. Some of it feels like it, yeah. It's a, a, an amazing portrayal. But, that, but that's what I mean, though, right? It's like, I mean, I've not gone back and kind of compared things shop, to, shop for shot. But in that film, you do get the feeling, like, if you've seen any of the Doors um, kind of live footage or anything like that, you do get the impression that, oh, yeah, that's that bit, that's that bit, that's that bit. As opposed to, oh, well, we've got a video of how this happened. You know, it's... It's, it's, I tell you what, right? I, I know it grinds my gears because it's Oasis, right? And and you'll see this when you watch it, right? Liam Gallagher, right? The stance, hands behind the back, all that sort of thing, right? But he didn't do that at King Tut's. There's videos of that. <laughs> he didn't do that until, like, 1994, the back end of So your complaint, then, is that he did do that in his career, in his life. He does, right? Of course. But at that, still, still does. But at that particular time, he did do in less than two why, months when I go see him. <laughs> and that's why it annoys you, because it was that particular moment that well, he didn't do it's, it. it's just... Uh, yeah. I don't no, even, I know, if, I don't I even know if they played that song at King Tut's. Yeah. I don't believe they did. Yeah. No, I get it. I understand the frustration. You know, it's like if they got Elvis... If they did a movie of Elvis singing in 1955 and got him to do Suspicious Minds. You'd just be like, no, he didn't do that. Or if he came out in a jumpsuit, you'd be like, no, he didn't do that in 1955. Oh, exactly. You know, exactly. what, what are the, you doing? That's the problem of being a super fan. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But that would be a... I mean, I don't know if it's a similar comparison, to be fair. I mean, that's... I think it probably is. If that happened in an Elvis movie, you'd be like, that is absolutely bang out of order. Right? Yeah. Um, but Oasis, Liam Gallagher, hands behind his back when he's singing... Only a super fan like yourself would know that that wasn't what happened, right? I would watch it, and my my view, I'd be watching it and thinking, yeah, that's that's a pretty good representation of Liam there. That is how he stands when he sings. Now, I don't know that he only started that in 1994, like you're saying. So for me, well, I'd just be... You, so. Yeah, now I know. But at the time, I'd, if I was just watching it randomly, and before I knew that, I'd just be like, yeah, that's actually how he, how he stands. That's how he sings, you know, with his hands behind his back and his kind of head forward into the mic and, you know, doing his whole, like, giraffe neck thing and giraffe. all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he does it. It's a fair representation. What, a giraffe neck? Giraffnik. That is now his uh, nickname for from me. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we will discuss Giraffnik 
at when some we're traveling point. back from the west from the west in the future one day um but are we done with this one or have you got anything else you want to throw out there by the anything, sounds of it we're done has anything come to mind that you actually want to throw out there as a completely random subject <laughs> no you've left this one all up to me where i've been throwing out completely random things well um, i think we've we've talked about a few things and we've randomly we have went from here to there We've gone around the houses. Um, but anyway, thanks to everybody for listening. Uh, if take, you are listening. If you are, if you are still listening. <laughs> thanks for subscribing. If you know anybody who might enjoy the podcast, send them a link. You know, let them check us out. Uh, see if they want to subscribe. If you haven't hit that subscribe button already, do it yourself. There's a little bit coming up at the end of this that will remind you about all of that. But anyway, in the meantime, take care of yourselves. And bye-bye for now. See ya! Thanks for listening to this episode of Orpov. To catch up on previous episodes, head over to anchor.fm slash Orpov or check your favorite podcast app directory. To contact the show with ideas that you would like to hear the guys talk about, send an email to orpovpod at gmail.com or visit anchor.fm slash Orpov and click on message. You can follow the show on Twitter at OrpovPod. And if you haven't done so already, remember to hit that subscribe button so that all future episodes of Orpov arrive safely on your device and you never miss a random point of view.